Well, it's that time again. So let's go ahead and uh, get right into it. Uh, Q&A. All right. Uh, number one. I met this girl a few months ago and things are going pretty great. But we had a conversation about vaccines and I told her that I wasn't. Uh, and she became cold towards me. What? Oh, you told, oh, you, okay, you told her that you weren't vaccinated. Okay. Um, that's what you meant. And she became cold towards me. Uh, should I do it? Just keep this relationship. I think I want to marry this girl. That is why I'm even writing to you about this. Um, let me say this. You need to, if, if, if she's going to ask you that, then you have the right to ask the reverse. Why do you think I need the vaccine? You, we now, we now have plenty of evidence of people catching the vaccine, excuse me, catching COVID, who are completely vaxxed and completely boosted. Their chances are no better than anyone else's. Just ask, just ask her, do you think the vaccine works? And explain why you think it works. You, you you have the right to ask that. So I I I mean this to me this is a very serious conversation. This is a deal breaker. Like if a girl said to me that for us to continue our relationship I'd have to be vaccinated, I would I would say no. I'd say no. I'm I'm, I'm just not going to do that. Um. Good luck to you though. Number two, what percentage of Americans, if they took a lie detector test, actually support Joe Biden? Well, let me, well, two points first. A lie detector test, um, a lie detector test doesn't know the answer. A lie detector test only goes based off certain signs that your body is showing. It just looks at your body's patterns in certain areas, your breathing, your sweat, things like that. Um, and so what they do is they're like, okay, is this, does this person think, does this, is this person, does this person actually think what they're saying is true? Because it doesn't actually know. And secondly, you have people who will, they are going to vote the party line no matter, and again, Democrat, Republican, whatever. There's people who are going to vote the party line no matter what. And there's going to be people who really, really are in, are in like fantasy world and just say, no matter how bad things are, things are going really, really well. There are going to be those people um, who overall say, "No, yeah, it's it, no, he, he's he's doing well." I haven't come across anyone who's said that he's doing well. I've come across people who've said, "Okay, uh, he's doing his best. Um, it's not his fault. Um, he's doing he's doing okay." Those are really the only answers that I've been hearing. Um, but what percentage of Americans, if they took a lie detector test, actually support Joe Biden? I would say, like, like everything is so bad. Like, there's nothing good about what they're doing right now. I would have to say, I mean, it's been crisis after crisis and disaster after disaster. I'd maybe five, seven. Five, I'll go five to ten percent. I would say five to ten percent of voters would be like, "No, he's doing really, really well. He's actually, I completely support him." It's going to be a very, very low number. 
Um, yeah. Three. Uh, I'm nervous about going on my very first date. I'm scared that I'm going to completely embarrass myself or something. How do I get rid of these nerves? Well, first of all, congratulations. Um, uh, you know, your first date is a, it's, it's a significant milestone. Um, because it's, it really causes you to start thinking about romance more often. Um, what you need to understand is you, the, the best way to get rid of the nerves is to not try and impress anyone and just be yourself. Put your best foot forward. Okay. Be yourself. Be the best version of yourself and, uh, go out and just be real with the person that you're with. Just go, just go in that direction. Um, don't try to be something that you're not. And, um, you know, just ha have fun on the date. If you're, if you're so concerned about embarrassing yourself, you probably, I I'll say this. This is coming from someone who's rather unlucky. If you try not to embarrass yourself, there's going to be something that you, you stumble over or you, you mix words up. Or something, something happens. You, you, on a date, you wanna, you wanna have fun, okay? If you mess, like, I remember I, uh, I remember I was talking to this girl one day, and uh, I said something like really, really stupid, and she just thought it was so funny. And when I, when I thought about what I said, I was laughing too, and so we just had a really great time, and it, it brought us closer. So don't be afraid to make mistakes um, when you go on the date. Um, just make sure, you know, your hygiene is good, uh, your hair looks good, um, you're wearing nice clothing, and then really go from there. Uh, but, you know, have a good time and put your best foot forward. But congratulations. Uh, uh, four, you claim to be a Christian, but part of being a Christian is showing compassion. You support locking up women who have had abortions, but shouldn't you show these women love and compassion and forgiveness? sad okay um see he, i don't really I, I don't okay i don't understand your question yeah they can these women should be forgiven absolutely god is he, he's he's he loves you and he wants to forgive you okay there's people who've committed complete and total atrocities at mass levels and God has forgiven him. So you can be forgiven, but again, you can't murder an innocent person. You can't you can't do that. You can't go out and just kill someone that you see. So, yeah, this it's it's murder. It's homicide. You can't kill someone that's innocent. If someone if someone if someone comes into your home and tries to hurt you or your property or your loved ones, you have the right to defend your castle and by any means necessary. Okay? When you're defending, okay? Yeah, you have you you're you're protected. If someone happens to die in that in that conflict and it's the aggressor, you you really should not feel bad about anything because you did what it took to protect your own life and to protect your family and to protect your home. But you can't go out and and kill someone for convenience. You can't kill someone. You can't do that. Like it's it's murder, and again you you talk about well I claim to be a Christian, yeah I, I I'm a Christian yeah showing compassion yeah I do believe in showing compassion 
But you still need to be punished for what you did. You can't do that. Like, 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 let me ask this. Let me ask this. If a person robs a bank, and the person's like, oh, you know what? I, I'm sorry. That was the wrong thing to do. Should the person, like, should we just take prison? Just be like, oh, he said, he said, he said, I'm sorry. It's like that Simpsons, ep- Simpsons episode where that guy comes into town and he just, like, steals from everyone. And uh, he's, he's, like, really charming. And the town is just like, oh, you know what? Let's, let's let him go. Yeah. Woo. And, uh, Wiggum is like, uh, sorry guys. Uh, he broke the law. And when you break the law, that means you gotta go to jail. That's similar to this question right here. Yeah, they, they, these women deserve, yeah, they should be loved. They should receive compassion. They should receive forgiveness. But you can't go out and kill random people. Can I go out and kill your girlfriend? Can I, can I, can I do that? And I say, you know what? Oh yeah. Well, I, I should, I should receive love and compassion and forgiveness. What, what, what would your answer be then? It wouldn't be the same. So I, that, that, that was a really, that was a pretty dumb question. And I'll, I'll, I'll also, I'll go a little further as to, challenge pastors out there if you're a a pastor okay and you say well you know what these women they deserve support they deserve help absolutely they do but you're now treading in the territory of saying well this life matters this doesn't this life is more important than this life this human life is more important than that human life you're getting into very, very, very dangerous territory. So it, it's people say it's an extreme. People say my my that idea is, is extreme, and I I disagree. You can't you can't murder someone for convenience. You can't do that. Anyway, that was a really, really stupid question. Um, number five. What should I get as my first gun? Uh, okay, it sounds like you're about to go buy your first one. Um, or you may be thinking about it. I recommend, here's my thing. I don't have a, I would say get a Glock because that's what, uh, police, that's what law enforcement uses. And the thing about Glocks is you, you pull the trigger, it's going to fire. Okay. It's not complex. There's no double action, anything like that. You pull the trigger, it's going to go. Okay. You want the most reliable, um, minimum amount of maintenance gun possible for your first one. You want something that's reliable, something that has, um, you know, can do, you know, 10, 12 rounds. And, uh, you know, it's really, really simple to work and it's going to fire every time you pull the trigger. Okay. That's what you want. You want something simple. So I, I don't want to give you a specific gun. Um, but you do want to uh, make a smart decision and you want to do one that you're going to be comfortable with. Okay. The thing about guns is you want to get comfortable and slowly expose yourself to more and more. Okay. Start real simple. Okay. Don't get something that's super, super complex and all that. Get something really simple, something that you're comfortable with, something that you're okay with being around and that you're not intimidated by. Because I know I've known people who were intimidating, they're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. 
But what they did, they said, well, let me get a gun that's, uh, that, and this person's, a, by the way, this person is a liberal. So this isn't a conservative that I'm talking about. This person's a liberal. And they said, oh, man, this is so intimidating. So they talked to the gun store owner, uh, which, by the way, I also encourage you to do. Because um, I'm no, I'm by no means a gun expert. So I ask a ton of questions. I ask, I ask, what's this? What's this? What's the purpose of this? Why get this? Ask as many questions as you can. They're, they're more than happy to help you. Okay. Um, but what this person did is they were really intimidating. So they said, well, let me just get a basic. And they pretty much asked, well, what's your most basic handgun that I would, that I should, that I would be really comfortable with. And that was a few years ago. And now they're at like six guns. This, this is a liberal. And this person between you and me, you guys, they're becoming more conservative. They don't realize it, but they actually are becoming more conservative. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, number six, like you, I think the Dems will run Gavin in 2024. Who do you think is their backup option? Oh God. Um, now by backup, do you mean the other person that they would give the nomination to or who would be Gavin's running mate? Because if it's going to be running mate, um, I have no idea. But their backup option, it would have to be, the because Democrats have, have immersed themselves in intersectionality and checking off boxes, it's probably going to be, probably going to be Pete, I'm going to assume. Um... Or some woman, but I, I, I really can't give you any other name because I can't think of any reasonable pick that the Democrats would have. They're not going to do Joe because he's going to be dead. They're not going to do Kamala because she's not popular enough. Um, Chuck Schumer, he's old. I, I, I don't really see it happening. Bernie's not going to, it's not going to be Bernie. It's not going to be Elizabeth Warren. Um, I, I really don't know. I really don't know. Um, so good question, but you have me stumped, honestly. Uh, number seven, my girlfriend really cares about me and loves me. She's a traditional girl, which is, which was one of the first things that attracted me to her. Nice. But this involves her cooking for me. She tries her best, but I have to muscle it down. I can't keep eating like this. Please help. Does she cook her own? Well, let me say this. Does she eat what she cooks? Because a lot of people, here's the thing. A lot of people who cook bad food, don't eat it. They don't eat what they make. They Because there are some people who just, they're really, really generous and they're really, really givers. And they, they, they want other people to eat their food and they're just like, oh, here, here you go, eat this. Here you go, eat this. Here you go, eat this. And it's like, uh, how about you eat this with me? It's, it's kind of like that Friends episode where Rachel makes that dessert and they're all like, Chandler's like, I'm going to go out onto the balcony and eat it and eat it. And Monica's like, I'm going to go into the bathroom and eat it so I can watch myself in the mirror and eat this. Um, what you should do is you should just sit her down and just say, look, baby, I love you. You are absolutely amazing. I couldn't ask for a better girlfriend. Okay. But your cooking is just, it's not good. You, you don't want to, you don't want to die, man. I mean, I, I mean. You're the one who's putting this food inside of you. And once you put it inside of you, that's really it. You're at the mercy of the food. So you need to just say, uh, 
baby, I love you. How about how about I cook? How about we cook together? Uh, how about we learn? How about we try some new recipes? That's what I would do. Because you don't want to let this girl go. Because she sounds like a really great girl. And uh, you said that she cares about you and she loves you. This is a girl that you, you don't want to let go. Um, but you don't want to keep eating bad food. You, you just, you, you're going to, there's going to come a day where you just explode. Okay. And you don't want that. Just, just be smart and just say, Hey, babe, let's let, let, let me cook and and explain why. Cause she'll be like, well, how come? Well, usually I do it. What's, what's wrong? Is my cooking not good? You're going to have to just tell her. Okay. Don't beat her on the bush. Just, just sit her down and just be straightforward and be loving and reassure her that you are attracted to her, that you love her, that you think she's amazing. It's just that in this area, she's not good. And that's okay. Everyone has shortcomings. Um, yeah. Number, eight, but don't keep eating the food. That's, that's number one, man. Do not keep eating that food. All right. Uh, what specific act do you think would light the spark for Civil War 2.0. Um, would light the spark for Civil War 2.0. I think. I think it would be two. It'd be one of two things. Um, one. They start locking up conservatives. The liberals just say, you know, because you're a conservative, we're going to lock you up uh, because you have these views, because you express these views, we're going to lock you up. And, it, and this happens in mass. Um, which the, which the libs probably wouldn't do because that'd be really really stupid. And two, if they if there was a mandatory gun buyback, like that would you know a nationwide mandatory gun buyback, that would be that would set off civil war. That's that that I believe would be the specific that would be the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, good question. Uh, who is the founding father? Um, and also let me go let me go back to that one. What do you guys think would be? That's a good question. That's a question I present to all of you. Because we just saw that almost half the country thinks that we're headed for civil war. What specific act do you think would would start civil war 2.0? Those are those are my two answers. Um, but let me know what you guys think. Uh, number nine. Who is a founding father that you think is very underrated? Oh, wow. Um, gosh, I would have to say, I don't even think he's considered a founding father, but Thomas Paine, because he, when he wrote Common Sense, it really riled up, riled up the nation. And he, by the way, guys, if you didn't know, he was, he was a big, he was a, a, a factor in even the French Revolution. Um, but when, when. Common Sense came out when that pamphlet came out. And by the way, I encourage you guys to read it. Okay? And try to put yourself back in the shoes of that time. And it's like, it makes sense. Like, it was very appropriately named. Um, I would say common. I would say Thomas Paine because of that pamphlet. And it's like, he really got regular people to just say like, yeah, we can't keep doing this. This, this isn't working. We're at a point where we're just... Where we're trying to negotiate and we're pushing more and more and more. And it's, it, this isn't working. At, at some point, it's time to, at what point do we stop? And he really held the citizens, uh, feet to the fire. And 
Uh, Thomas Paine, he were, he had a lot of jobs. Like, he was a failure at so many things. Um, I think it was like a cobbler and, 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 and a writer. And he did a whole bunch of stuff, and he failed at a lot. Um, but I don't think Thomas Paine gets enough credit. Um, number 10. I'm a girl who can never get a second date. This is the fifth time, and I don't know what I'm doing wrong, and I'm getting discouraged. Oh, wow. Um, the fifth time. Well, I mean, so, so you've had, so you've dated a total of five men. You've gone on, on, on five separate dates with five different men and they, you, they never ask you for a second date. Um, let me say this. Mathematically, that's just, that seems impossible. So here, okay. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to email, I want you to email me again and I want you to give me as much detail as possible. Cause this is actually pretty interesting. I, I don't know. Gosh, I, I don't know how that, I don't know how that could be. Most men find most women attractive. And if these guys are asking you on a date, the only thing, the only thing that I can think of is that you're, you, you're like really mean to the waitress or you're really loud or you I, I i don't know what it could be to where this happens five times yeah so what what i want you to do is i want you to email me again i'm sorry i can't answer your question but i just i need more information let me know what kind of each day was like what each guy was like let me know about yourself um you don't need to send me a picture of you because if you're going, if you're going, if you've already gone on five dates, that means males find you attractive. That's what that means. Um, if you want, if you want to send me a picture of yourself, that would uh, that'd be beneficial, um, but not necessary. So help me out with that. I just I need more information because I don't know. I've never I've never heard of anything like this where you go on five dates with five different men and you never get a second one. Like you never ask or anything. All right. Um, number 11, what is the top thing that has shocked you about Dallas? Uh, oh, the, uh, the amount of diversity. Definitely the amount of diversity. I knew Dallas was, I heard that it was pretty diverse, but I didn't, now that I'm living it and seeing it, it, I'm amazed. Like, it's really like Sacramento in that, in that area. So that's what shocked me the most. 12, what is a non-religious and compelling argument for waiting to have sex until marriage? Um, yeah, so that's actually a really good question. So, um, I may write about this one day. I'm not sure yet. Um, but there's no such thing as casual sex. It doesn't exist. Sex is the most intimate thing that two people can do. It is, there's, there's nothing casual about it. And so when you, marriage is saying that I'm swearing off all others for this person right here. And so when you say, I'm going to wait to have sex until marriage, what you're saying is I'm waiting and I'm swearing off all others for the one that I, that I plan to build my life with. Okay. I want someone who we, where we have the same, same goals, the same interests. Um, we're trying, we're trying to build a future together and me just sleeping around isn't going to really do anything to benefit me and it also cheapens me 
So that that's that would be my answer to that. Great question. Um, 13. Why do older men try to flirt with me at my job? And how do I stop it? I'm 17, so not even legal yet, and it makes me uncomfortable. And by older men, I mean guys in their 50s and 60s. Well, they may not know that you're underage, I'll say that. But here's the thing. Most men, again, most men find most women attractive. And so when a guy sees a girl, it's like they're gonna, when a guy sees a decently attractive girl, he's gonna flirt. Now, this isn't all men, but it's gonna be like, oh, you know, you know she's pretty cute. You know, that, that's kind of, that's really it. I remember, working at the, I remember working at the grocery store, and some of the girls, they, they would, they like always be hit on, like always be hit on. You know, it's, it's a good, I'll say this, it's a good problem to have. Because let me tell you, the, it, it's going to stop. It's going to stop. It's going to stop when you're like 60, 70, and you're going to be like all wrinkly and nasty. And no one's really going to want to look at you at that age. So take, take the compliments while you can get them. And ladies, this is something where I don't feel bad for you. I don't feel bad for you. And most men don't feel bad for you because, because you don't understand what it's like to be a guy in that area. When you're a guy, you don't get compliments. You just don't. You just don't. You don't get compliments from the, from the opposite sex. It doesn't happen. I can't tell you the last time I got complimented. So I would say don't worry about it. I mean, yeah, you're uncomfortable, but it's like, okay, they're not going to rape you. They're not going to kill you. They're not going to stalk you. That's really it. And by the way, after they do it anyway, 10, like 10, 15 seconds later, they forgot what you look like. They forgot your name. Don't worry about that. Um, 14. How can I fight the urge to have one night stands? Uh, that, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, let me say this. I'm, I'm a guy who, I have very high libido and, um, I'm a guy where you can't tempt me with alcohol, drugs, um, smoking, partying. You just can't tempt me with that. For me, sex is like really, really like the thing. Not, and not even with a bunch of partners, but just like, you know, the desire to to have sex. Um, what I want you to do is I want you to think about, okay, I want you to think about this is something that I do and it's not really rational, but I want you to imagine that this girl accuses you of raping her i want you to imagine that this girl is absolutely crazy and just has completely destroyed your life i want you to imagine scenarios where she gets pregnant with like triplets or quadruplets okay that's what i recommend okay because here's the thing once you have once you have sex you're gonna want more of it okay it's it's not gonna be Oh, I'm just gonna do it one time though. Because once you once you do it, you're gonna want more. You're gonna want to do it again and again. You've already scratched that itch, or you've already you've already opened the door, and now it's like, okay, you can't really close it anymore. So that's that's what I would do. I would just imagine really, really bad scenarios that could possibly happen to you. And just ask yourself, you know, is a couple of hours worth, you know. 18 years of child support 
So, and the answer is uh, uh, no. 15. Um, I've sat down and I have thought about where I lean politically and realized that I am conservative. If I could only read one book on this issue, what should it be? Honestly, the Bible. Seriously, like the Bible. Um, um, but a non, non-religious book, it would have to be, there's a book called, uh, Black Rednecks and White Liberals by Thomas Sowell, and I'm not going to tell you what it's about, just read it, okay? I don't want you to read anything that's too dense, um, but yeah, just read that. Or read uh, Discrimination and Disparities by Thomas Sowell. So, Discrimination and Disparities or uh, Black Rednecks and White Liberals. Both by Thomas Sowell. Um, Okay. 16. Should we implement mandatory military service for young men? No. And here's why. You're going to have guys in the military who really who really have no business being there. You want people who want to serve. You want people who want, who are actually good at that. Because there's people who are better soldiers than others. Like for me, I wouldn't make it in the military because I just, in the military, you can't ask questions like that. I'm not, um, in the military, I've been told that you can ask who, what, where, and when. And they will give you those answers. If you ask why, it's seen as disrespectful. And it's like, don't worry about the why. Just do as you're told. I'm not someone who can do that. I'm not someone who plays ball like that. I'm someone where I'm just, I have to, I, I want as much information as possible. It's like, oh, well, why? Well, how come we're doing that? Why are we doing that? That would be seen as disrespectful. And there's guys out there who really just shouldn't be in the military. I understand where you're, where you're coming from. And I, I think you're trying to say, well, it, it, it can increase you know, patriotism and, and work ethic and, and fitness. I do get that, but you don't want people, you don't want the security of the nation in the hands of people who really have no business being there. Um, and also, I think it can lead to resentment because when you make someone do something, they're not going to like it. Okay? You have to give people the option. When you make someone do something, it's like, it's like, when you when you have to go to school, like it's the law, it's like uh, you kind of don't like it because you have to do it. So when when you force someone to do something, again, think think of it like the like the lockdowns and the masking. Like it's not gonna go very. Well. It's not gonna be very popular. It's not gonna be a good idea long term. It's like you're making me do something that I don't want to do. It's gonna be really really unpopular. People are just gonna be like, I'm not gonna put up with this. Um, good question though. I, I, I understand where you're coming from, but no, it's just not a good idea in the long term. 17. My brother had sex with my girlfriend. Oh, okay. Wow. That was what an opening. He was drunk when I, and when I confronted him about it, he said that he thought it was his girlfriend. Uh, my brother has never done this before or anything similar. And he's a great guy. And to be fair, our girlfriends do look similar. How do I move past this? Uh, well, first of all, you got to break up with your girlfriend. Okay. Um, 
Because, again, you don't mention, you know, cheating is just out of the question. That's completely out of the question. Um, here's the thing about alcohol. I can't remember who said it, but the quote is along the lines of, um, a man's character, um, is suppressed unless he's drunk. Once he is drunk, the true nature of the man comes out. And I don't know, I don't remember who said that, but I, I wouldn't buy it. Even if your girlfriends look similar, I just, no, I, 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 no, I, I, I mean, again, this is coming from someone who's never had alcohol, okay? But for you to say, well, this person looks like this person and I had sex, with this person, um, you, your 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 relationship is never going to be the same. Because I mean, I mean, think about it. Let's say you stay with this girl. It's going to be awkward forever because you, her, you and her have had sex, and she and your boy, she and your brother have had sex. How do you really move past that? And with your brother, I mean, I'm not going to question whether he's a good guy or, or a bad guy. Um, I would say, I, I, God, man, this is so hard because I just, I don't know. I don't know if I would even believe that. I don't know if I would believe that my brother during his drunkenness and his intoxication thought that my girlfriend was his girlfriend. I just, I, I don't know. Um, the number one thing that you should do is break up with your girlfriend, okay? And you need to sit, you need to sit down and have a heart-to-heart -heart with your brother and just be like, look, man, this is how I feel about this. You need to be completely honest with him. And tell him, look, man, you, you really burned me. Like, you really, really, really hurt me. Like, how can you do that? How, how, can, how can you go inside my girl, and of all, of all the guys to do it, it's my own flesh and blood. That's, that's a double whammy. It's, I, I don't, man, I, I really can't give you any better advice, man. I, shoot, man, give me an update on this. Give me an update on this. Like, let me know what happened because I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, part of me, part of me just wouldn't buy it. I, I just wouldn't buy the idea that, that you, that you were so drunk that you thought my girlfriend, that, you know, that my girlfriend was his girlfriend. I no, I just I don't know. But please keep me updated on that. I wish I could give you a better answer, but I don't know. I I don't have one. Um eighteen. I told my parents I'm not going to go to college and so I have ninety days to move out. Wow. But I have no place to go and I don't know what I'm going to do. Um let me say this. Let me applaud you for standing up. For yourself and and doing what you 
what you believe is right and what's best for your future. Um, I think this is what you need to do. You need to really buckle down these 90 days. You need to find a job and you need to you need to start talking to your friends because to me it sounds like you with this economy renting is going to be pretty hard to do you're going to need to find a person who's willing to like help you out for maybe at, for at least 6 months and you need to work your tail off I mean, you need to be focused strictly on work. You need to work as much as possible. Okay, because you need money. It sounds it sounds to me like you don't have a job. Um, and you're saying that you have no idea what you're going to do. So it, it sounds to me like you have no income. It sounds like you... Um, it sounds like you've graduated high school. And you finally came to the decision of that you're not going to go to school. And so your parents are like, okay, then you're out of here. Um, I would I would be applying every day until I find a job. Get two jobs, okay? Work every single day. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and do it all again. Work every single day. Take no days off. Take zero days off. Work every single day. Okay? And let the person that you're crashing with, let them know, hey, I'm going to be working every day. Okay, I'm not just, I'm going to be contributing. Okay? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll pay rent. Like, whatever you need me to do, I just, I need a place to live because my parents are going to let me live with them. Okay? Um... If you're in, I don't know if you're in a romantic relationship, but if you're not in one, don't even think about a romantic relationship right now. You need to focus on money and figuring out how to make it and finding a place for yourself. Okay, because even again, even when people are paying rent, people are gonna be like, okay, like when are you gonna leave? You're gonna you're gonna become really an annoying. Even if you are paying rent and you keep to yourself and you stay in your own space, which is kind of really in a way, their space. Um, you have to just just wor work your tail off, man. I'm serious. Work every single day. Work as much as you can every single day. And um, start, you know, once you start paying rent, okay, minimize your expenses. Have no subscriptions. Don't do anything like that. And just say, okay, here, I'm, I'm going to do this. Okay. And then I'm going to go to this apartment and then I'm going to start living my own life. That's what I would do. And then start finding more direction. But you need money. Okay. That's what I would do. Um, but, but hey man, way to, way to stand up for yourself. That's not easy for a lot of young people to do. I wish it was something that I did. Um, and I just, I, I just didn't. And I should have. Shouldn't have listened to my parents. That was really stupid of me. 19. I cheated on my girl and I feel horrible. She doesn't know. How can I come clean and keep our relationship? No guarantees, man. You cheated on her. You need to come. You need to go to her and 
with all humility. Confess what you did. Go into as much detail so that way she has all information possible. Okay? You don't get to make the decision of staying together. Okay? That decision goes to her. You want, you want to stay together. Okay? It's not up to you now. You broke your girl's trust. Okay? You lied. You cheated. You did a very horrible thing to her. Okay? You need to come clean and just say, Sweetheart, baby, this is what I did. And go completely into detail. And whatever she wants to do, she gets the final say. Because you, you've, you've, you, you broke the code. You broke the trust. You betrayed her trust. You stabbed her in the back. How can you do that? You, I mean, you feel horrible. Oh, well, you said you feel horrible. Okay, well, you, sh you should have thought of you should have thought about how you would how you would have felt before. It's stupid. I mean, if you're not attracted to your girl or something, that's a conversation that you need to have with her, or you need to break up with her. But don't cheat. That's kind of like my that's kind of like my number one thing. Like, don't cheat on a, on a person. Like, break up with them. If you if you really really want to, you shouldn't. Don't be in a relationship so that way you can't cheat on anyone. If you want to have one night stands, if you want to go make out with random strangers, you want to go do that, okay. Don't be in a relationship though. But you need to go to her with all humility and just confess to her what you did. And whatever happens, happens. Don't hold any grudges against her because you did this to yourself. Okay. Um, 20, last one. If you had to do one, would you rather take a shot of alcohol or smoke? Oh, Jesus. If you had to do one, would you rather take a shot of alcohol or smoke a cigarette? Which would you pick and why? Wow, I mean, can I just like shoot myself? Um, if you had to do one, Oh, man, I... Okay, let me break this down. So, both of these are going to make me sick. Both of them. Taking a shot of alcohol and smoking a cigarette, it's going to make me physically ill. Okay, I will be visiting the toilet with my face inside of the toilet. I would probably say alcohol because... It's a, if it's a shot of alcohol, you just you just throw your head back and that's it. Smoking a cigarette takes time, and it's disgusting. Alcohol, it's I mean it's it's one of, it's like one of the worst things that you can put inside of you, but it's quick and e it's quick and easy. But that's why I oh god I I would just Lord no, but that that's what I would do anyway. Good question, you guys. Ooh, that last one. Okay, that I just. Wow. Now I'm 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 gonna end this episode, and I'm gonna go brush my teeth, and use mouthwash like eight million times after that question, um, because that's how uh, disgusted I am by that question. Um, but way to push me out of my comfort zone. 
Um, great question, you guys. And if I told you to get back to me, please get back to me because um, some of the some of the things that you guys share with me, it's like I I just I I really I like knowing what's going on in you guys' lives. Like I I I feel connected to you in a way. Um, and some of you guys I've 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 built um, solid relationships with over, even though we've never met. I feel like man, I feel like I've known this person forever. So um, yeah, always give me more detail. Um, and if you've written to me, just kind of like remind me, it's like, Hey, I, I wrote this and stuff like this. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah, I'm going to go, uh, eat soap like, uh, all the